family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. And I am concluding the series I've been doing this week on the name of Jesus. We have seen how the name of Jesus really is the name by which we have access to the Father and so by which we are saved. We are also seeing that the name of Jesus is a release of power when we declare it. Okay, It is power to cause miracles to happen. Miraculous working power. It's also power in the form of the right to do, or the right to act. In other words, authority. Authority. So our authority over the earth, our dominion, comes through the name of Jesus. Our ability to release miraculous working power comes through the name of Jesus. And indeed, our ability to access the throne of God, the throne of grace, to have salvation, comes in the name of Jesus. We have to be conscious of the name of Jesus as believers. There's one expression that is used in the Bible that I want to focus on today in talking about the name of Jesus. And that is the expression, for his name's sake. For his name's sake. This is particularly used in the Old Testament. You know, this, the people of God would like to say that for his name's sake, for the sake of the name of the Lord. But before I delve into what that means, I want us to realize that even though it was an expression that was used greatly in the Old Testament, it applies to us New Testament believers. Even though when the people said those words, they were conscious of God in terms of God the Father and Christ had not manifested in flesh. Today, we can still use it referring to his namesake, the name used there referring to Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, Paul makes us understand that when we come into Christ, we become part of a family, a family with a name. All right, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, there's Paul praying, and he says that, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom, from whom, from Christ, whom the whole family Remember, now he's calling us all a family from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So the name that is upon the family of God is the name of Christ. And so for his namesake, the name that is upon us, for which sake we are you know, making reference to the Lord, is the name of Jesus. In fact, one interesting observation you'd make is this. When before Jesus ascended to heaven, he said that the disciples should go and make more disciples of all nations. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 says that they should baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. All right, he used those words. The Logos there is in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. But what we find, especially in the Acts of the Apostles, is that the apostles would actually use the words in the name of the Lord Jesus or baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus or in the name of Jesus Christ. For example, in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, this is what Peter said. He said that, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. So what the point I'm making is that using the name of Jesus Christ, the name of Christ, the name of Jesus, in the, in the New Testament is pretty much what the Old Testament people would were meant to say when they would say for his name's sake in their minds they only dealt with the with the lord the father but after god revealed himself in the new testament in the form of jesus christ we can say that name is the name of jesus 
that name is the name of Jesus. It carries that same power. It carries that same authority. But what does for his name's sake mean? Right? Look at Psalm 23 verse 3. He says that he restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So God knowing that his name is on us, is, is on us as the family of God, as the body of Christ. He desires our righteousness. God desires for us to walk in the path of righteousness. And so he desires for us to walk in the path of righteousness because of the name that is upon us. God wants us to be righteous. In fact, in Psalm 25 verse 11, it says that for your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. So this was a prayer that was being made. And he's saying that, God, I know you desire my righteousness because of your name. So I want you to understand that God desires more for you to be righteous than even for you to walk in righteousness than you desire it for your own self. It is because of his name that is upon you. It is because of his name that is upon you. He desires to guide you. Look at Psalm 31 verse 3. For you are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead and guide me. You will lead and guide me. You know, there's a consciousness we must always have. God is not out there waiting for us to fall, waiting for us to slip, waiting for us to err, to fall into error, so he would give us the Hadai Noon talk, or so worse of all, so he would punish us. He desires for us to walk in righteousness. He desires for us to be guided. He desires for us to be forgiven for his name's sake, because his name is upon us. He's like that father that, that does not want his name to be you know, put into disgrace or into shame for his name's sake. All right. And so this is one of the things that we need to be conscious about, that God desires our good. God desires our being able to walk in righteousness. God desires our being able to walk guided and led by him because of his name. He has reason to see you do well. God desires for you to do well because of his name, for his name's sake. And this is a consciousness that I want you to walk all the time knowing when we are praying, when we are going through life, we are not alone. His name is upon us. And because of that, that name, he desires for us to do well. I wish you a wonderful weekend. I'll be back again with another powerful word to bless you. God bless you.